Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of The Unwritten Rule, Mizzou football has started its season. Played its first game of the year against South Dakota. Um, it's just Peyton and I to break that down. Um, Kenny's not allowed to stay up um, past 9 o'clock. He's also not allowed to have sugar past 5.30. Gets too hyper. So um, he wasn't able to join us for uh, for this one. So Peyton and I are going to break all that down. Um, Mizzou getting their season underway. We'll have all the overreactions from ourselves, from some the Twitter sphere, from the you know drink press or everything. Um, and then we do have Kenny for quick hits. And then we did another Mount Rushmore. Um, we did Mount Rushmore of TV show theme songs. Um, that was a good one. Peyton has a Peyton has a great last pick. That's what all. Mm-hmm. That's what all. That's all I'll say. Um, so definitely stay tuned to listen to that. Um, so yeah, plenty to dive into, especially right now. Mizzou football is back, and the unwritten rule starts right now. Attention. Everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for The Unwritten Rule, a Mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Network, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule. Today is Friday, September 1st, and Mizzou football is 1-0, Peyton. The Tigers starting the season off on the right note, at least on the record um, wise, but we have plenty to dive into defeating South Dakota 35 to 10. Um, Mizzou gets the, gets the win. We're going to talk about everything, you know, from, from offense, defense, we're going to break it all down, but Peyton, just your thoughts off the rip 35 to 10 Mizzou beats South Dakota quick stats um, for everybody. Obviously it's the QB battle, which is I assume where we're going to go to first. Brady Cook, 17 for 21 uh, and a touchdown, 172 yards. Sam Horn, 3 for 5, 54 yards and a touchdown. Brady Cook also rushed for 17 yards. Um, Cody Schrader, 148 yards on the ground, 18 carries. Luther Burden led the way for receivers with 96 yards and a touchdown. Defensively, Johnny Walker, 6 tackles. Um, Josh Landry had 5 tackles. And Harrison Mevis, 2 missed field goals and a... um, Missed extra point that he luckily got called back for himself. Again, we'll probably get into all of it, but Peyton, just your impressions on on the game itself, how it went for Mizzou, takeaways, dive right into it. 35 to 10, Tigers are 1-0, beat South Dakota. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was a bad win. Very not impressive. Uh, The first half, you know, good. That was good. I mean, you did not play your best, and you're still up 28-3. The defense, I mean just was absolutely destroying uh, South Dakota, especially up front. They had no chance to run. Um, it was it was very good in the first uh, half, and it still could have been a lot better. I mean, Mevis missed a field goal, which we'll get into that later, I'm sure. Um, Mevis missed the field goal, and that gave South Dakota a little bit of a run. Um, they almost were able to score, like reach the end zone, but the defense – when they were at their own six, push push South Dakota back 18 yards, and then they had to settle for a field goal that barely went in. That's what you you should be doing against uh, an FCS school. But the the old adage is 
you only find out about bad things in games like these. You right. don't really discover a lot of good things. It's very easy to look good um, against teams like this when you're in the SEC. And we found out a few bad things tonight. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start with this. Brady Cook, uh, he had two kind of rough drives, I thought, but for the most part, was fine. He looked good. He did he did what he was supposed to do. It was a very conservative game plan, I thought. A little too conservative, I thought. Um, but he executed what he had to. He looked good for the most part. A few throws got away from him, I think. I think that throw for Weiss, that hit Weiss in the hands way up high. He should probably catch that, but it was a high throw. I, I know Weiss is a tall, tall guy. Um, you still want to hit him in the chest there. I mean, he was in a pocket. Agreed. Uh, the second half was just poor, uh, top to bottom. No, I didn't. I was not impressed with really anyone for the most part in the second half. Um, the, I, I, I take that back. Marvin Burks um, did impress me. He had that great sack um, that ended mercifully. <laughs> that 17 play drive that literally ended at the 40 yard line. That is yeah. how inefficient it was, but they kept just getting first downs. But I mean, it. I, I get, I thought Sam Horn, if this was a legitimate QB competition, should have come in after the defense held South Dakota to a field goal. I thought that was a good spot. They still had a double digit lead and that is a good situation to come in uh, after your offense just kind of had a, dud ending to a drive i thought that was a good spot he didn't come in Drinkwitz said regardless of result and situation it was going to be cook first half horn second half maybe that's right or wrong but it does make sense um what does not make sense if this is a legitimate qb competition which spoiler alert it's not this is not a real qb competition at all it's a sham yeah brady cook got 21 uh, pass attempts in the first half and that's good you should be when you're trying to figure out your starting quarterback you should be airing it out all night long against a team like South Dakota no disrespect to South Dakota that's a team Mizzou will beat a hundred times out of a hundred even if they're playing their absolute worst um, and they we're playing pretty close to it for a lot of the game uh, Sam Horn in the second half and yes it was weird South Dakota had like an eight yard drop eight minute drive yeah. Right out of half. He didn't get the ball till six minutes. And on his first drive, ripped an absolute laser to Mikai Miller um, for 33 yards, I want to say. It was the biggest gain for either team all day. Um, he had some zip on it. And that's really the only throw I can dissect because they did not let him do <laughs> you know, he right. handed the ball, He turned and he handed the ball off to Nate Pete or Cody Schrader the entire second half almost. He on one of his five throws, five throws against 21. That is not how you run a QB competition if it's legitimate. And I don't think this is. Um, it, it One of his throws, yes, it was not a great throw. It was behind Mekhi Miller a bit. It was a little low. It hit Mekhi Miller in the hands. It's a catch that I think Mekhi Miller would agree he should have. And it yeah. led to a wonky interception. It led to the only touchdown of the game for South Dakota. Um, it was just the second half. The game plan was not good. The game plan was not good. They did not, they moved the ball fine, but 
too conservative, especially if you're supposedly trying to find a starting quarterback. You cannot give Sam Horn five passing attempts, and one of them was literally the last throw of the game, and it was a screen to Luther Burden, who did what Luther Burden does, make magic happen with the ball in his hand. Um, I, I, I just, it did not make a lot of sense to me, that, that game plan. I don't even get the point of really calling this a quarterback competition when it's pretty clear who you think the guy is going to be, um, and your play calling reflects that. And even worse after the game, I mean, Drinkwitz is getting interviewed um, by by the sideline reporter. He gets asked about Horn versus Cook, and he says, "Well, Horn put up seven, Cook put up twenty-eight. That is a I, that that was unnecessary. I thought that was ill-advised. I think it did not reflect. I think it was just an unfair comparison. You gave Brady Cook twenty-one dry uh, twenty-one plays. Um, he had the ball way more than than Horn did." Horn got five pass attempts. Um, and sure, I mean, maybe maybe Sam Horn did not look perfect tonight. The placement on that interception, even though it wasn't really his fault, it was not good placement on the ball. The sure. A little choppy. Um, that's maybe things that would be ironed out by a bit more of an experienced QB. But here's the thing about that. If you, if, if Cook and Horn had the same amount, had, had the same sort of leeway, uh, same sort of keys to the offense and cook beats out horn. So be it. That's what you're hoping to find in a quarterback competition like this. What doesn't make any sense is Sam horn getting in, getting five pass attempts. And then you just kind of rip into him after the game. I didn't think that was necessary. Uh, I thought it was unfair. Um, overall, I thought it was the game turned out to be a net negative. There's a lot of other things that I'm sure we can touch on, but that was the big thing coming into this game is the QB competition. And I think we found out it wasn't really one. Yeah. Kind of just the main takeaway. Yeah, no, that's definitely the headline here of what, you know, it, it, it was supposed to be a competition. The other comment I'll add, which I know you, I'm sure you saw on Twitter too. Um, you know, power Mizzou tweeted Drinkwitz's quote. Um, you know, he was asked if he has a leg up in the competition. He says, yeah, that's a leg up. That's why he came out there first, which again, kind of just, seems to seems to be pretty glaring that he knows who his guy is and then you wonder why you know then then this was even a made a whole big deal in the first place and yeah another example you know in the that, that post game comment of him you know kind of shooting himself in the foot with the media like and and this one's you know pretty real this is a, this isn't just like saying some weird off the cuff comment about NIL that you then have to apologize for on Twitter it's like you know this is affecting your your players and your guys morale. I mean, you know, that's that Sam Horn's got to be, got to feel pretty, you know, crappy about, about this whole thing going forward. If he was promised truthfully a chance at this job and it, it, yeah, clearly, like you said, does not seem that that is what's going to be given to him. Um, I, I think you were right. I think Brady cook looked, you know, good when he played overall. I think he made the right reads, made the right decisions in the first half, you know, when they let him, let him throw the ball, but um, you know, yeah, we can touch on some of that other stuff if you have, you know, any more things on this on the QB battle. But yeah, I just thought it, yeah, it just seemed unfair. You know, Aaron Murray, like the the color color commentator, oh, just kept mm-hmm. yeah kept going off about how it was like, you know, Brady Cook seems like he won this job in the first half, and I'm getting frustrated because I'm like Horn doesn't even have a chance, and then you see him just hand mm-hmm. the ball off. Play yeah, after I mean, play after play. 
it, it's it's like uh, no, I'm not downing the competition because Cook out right. Horn. Cook played well, and that's good for Mizzou that Cook played well. Yeah. Um, but Sam Horn was not really given a fair shake in this situation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that can really be disputed. Um, and I, it, it's just Drinkwitz kept kind of dig- digging a deeper hole for Sam Horn uh, in the post game. I mean, he was like, well, we had the same guys up front. He had the same playmakers. Um, he just said like the whole, and yes, I kind of knew going into the game, Horn had the leg up in the competition. I think everyone did. I think everyone knew he was going to take the first snap. It was his job to lose, but like, I, I, it just felt like some unnecessary shots were taken at Horn. I don't think it was his play really warranted being kind of dogpiled on. I'm not saying Drinkwitz like is really unloading on him, but some of it felt a bit like, you know, backhanded, not even really compliments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just strange, just strange energy all around from like, you know, why, why was this made into such a big competition when, you know, when we kind of felt like, yeah, cook would, you know, get the job, um, or, or at least, you know, yeah, he would, yeah, he would start the, he would start the year. He would start the first game. He's the captain, all this stuff. But yeah, it, it, it's not a, it's not a knock on Brady cook or anything or like Brady cook looked really bad and Sam Horn didn't get a good chance. Yeah. He, he looked fine. And, but Sam didn't get a chance to match really. And now, you know, you, you have this middle Tennessee game where, you know, I don't know. I like, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, they're not, you know. I know they said they went, we're going to go half and half regardless in this, in this South Dakota game. I, I can't imagine they're going to do that against middle Tennessee, or do you think maybe they will like surely they wouldn't flip and like trot horn out there first or something based on what we saw. The only way to re kind of instill that this would maybe be an actual competition is if they put horn out in the first half against middle Tennessee. And I think that ship has sailed. I think this is kind of the way they'll, pivot into saying Brady cook has won the starting job. He earned it. Yada, yada. He's the leader. Mm. Um, this does not feel like a real competition. Um, and even with cook or horn, regardless of who's starting, a lot of things still need to be cleaned up before they get to Kansas state, because the, the way they played today will, it would not cut it against Kansas state, uh, regardless of who's at QB. There were too many penalties, uh, on the old line that did not that was a big sticking point for drink it was not resolved um yeah. that was at least through one game it was not resolved uh way too many none of the penalties wound up being a backbreaker for them because they were playing <laughs> south dakota um but there were bad bad penalties um other things i mean i didn't like that the defense wasn't able to force a turnover i feel like mm-hmm. that should have been a thing uh the secondary said- was yeah, no, I I said exactly what you were probably about to say. Like I, I was watching the game with some some people who aren't aren't Mizzou fans, just from some friends from back home, and I was just like, this is shocking, like that this defense has not, you know, gotten a turnover because South. I mean, they were they were eating them alive in the in the backfield for the most part. South Dakota on that really long drive were were busting out a couple runs, but like, yeah, I was shocked they didn't get a pick out of out of Bowman. Yeah, and not to say the defense played bad. I don't think they did. Um, they were, especially Johnny Walker, he looked fantastic tonight. I thought he was the best defense, defensive player on the field. Um, I liked what I saw from uh, Marvin Burks. He had to step up with Carly's out. I know Trevez yep. Johnson was really 
more of the starting free safety. I wasn't really impressed with him. Uh, there were a couple times it looked like he got kind of beat. Um, but I mean, it's, it's really a small thing because mm-hmm. the, for the most part, they were disruptive on defense. Um, and really the only, the two worst drives they had were after Mevis missed kicks. Um, and that kind of just disrupted the whole momentum of the game. Um, but overall, I mean, I still do think you would hope for a little more against middle Tennessee state next week. Yeah. Um, the other, the other notes I had like off the, off the jump, um, I, I, I loved to see the, uh, on the Kai Miller touchdown, just five wide receivers on a third down and they didn't, you know, instantly throw a check down or like, you know, some weird QB draw or just something, something lame, quite honestly, that wasn't, that was kind of refreshing to see. I wrote, this isn't Eli's offense anymore. Um, Cause at least in the first half, I thought Kirby Moore was making some, some cool plays. They were doing little like flips in the backfield and stuff. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what was going on with the, uh, the two point conversion fake out they did on that first on the first touchdown. Yeah. That was strange. Um, maybe mm-hmm. just have your kicker focus on actually making the extra point because he didn't let's turn to that real quick. Peyton, I'm the kicker defender mm-hmm. of this podcast. Mevis was awful. I mean, like it, like, and the, the stat I saw is that he has, he has only two games, I think in his career where he's missed multiple, like non extra point field goals. And they're both against FCS teams. The other one was against Abilene Christian. Yeah. And I guess so, if you're going to take, pick an off game. It might as well be against the FCS team. Uh, yeah. I do want to touch on your point about um, the offense, the way it looked. I was, there yeah. were a lot of flashes, I thought, of creativity. I liked what they did with Luther Burden tonight. I thought that might have been the best thing on offense. They treated him like a wide receiver one. Uh, they should keep getting touches to him, like, mm-hmm. no matter what. Liked what I saw out of Mackay Miller other than the drop. Um, other than that, I mean, there was still a lot to clean up. But I did think some of the, there were some flashes of creativity. It was just a little too conservative a game plan, I thought. Um, and South Dakota will give that up to you, I guess, because their O-line, uh, Mizzou's O-line, was plowing them on the, in the run game. And it was holes for days for Pete and Schrader. I thought both played well. Um, but yeah, but going back to the kicker thing, Harrison Mevis has <laughs> got to be better. I mean, he's just got to be. He was an All-American two years ago, and very deservedly so. He was absolute money for them in 2020 that's hard for Peyton to say yeah and 2020 but the last two years has have not been good enough I mean last year I don't the cracks were showing last year um I that that Auburn miss is obviously what comes to mind for everyone but there were just a few really inexplicable misses particularly on PATs um and tonight I don't know what on earth happened tonight I mean that that PAT that he missed there was an offsides penalty. That offsides penalty had no bearing yep. on, on the on the, the way he shanked that. I thought yeah. it was blocked. It was that bad. Um, no, and it, it was, was not. He just sawed it off his foot. Yeah, and I mean, it is like, a, it, it's a serious thing. I mean, I don't know too much about like, you know, high school kicking records and just exactly how good this kid was, but they have a guy in Blake Craig who I know is a freshman this year that like was a, a serious kicker prospect out of Kansas City, like, they have someone waiting. So, you know, if it, I, if it gets, you know, to a certain point, this is, I, this is again, going into kind of the over, uh, 
overanalyzing part of the first game of the year. But if it gets to a certain point, I mean, they, they have a good guy waiting in the wings, it seems like. Someone who's fairly talented, um, albeit kind of young. But, yeah, that was messy. Um, I'm going back and looking at the, the other notes. Um, Peyton, let's turn to the, the running game for a little bit. I mean, is is that like – Nate? okay, I'll start with this. Nate Pete is back. I'm, I'm, I think we, again, maybe overreading into it against South Dakota, but Nate Pete looked, I mean, all the way, you know, not lacking the confidence that he did after that Auburn fumble. They talked about it on the broadcast. He looked phenomenal. And then, you know, Cody Schrader, what can you say? 148 carries a touchdown on 18, uh, 148 yards, 18 carries, not 148 carries. Jeez. Um, we're not the, we're not Wisconsin. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I thought those two, you know, if you're if you're a truther of this Mizzou running back room, you're 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 feeling pretty good. Yeah, Nate Pete, I thought looked very, very good, Um, really did look just like a whole different player. I mean, he looked like he had his confidence back, like you and the broadcast said. It really just is like that sometimes. I mean, a, a moment like what happened against Auburn can wreck a season. It really can. Um, and Pete just kind of needed a mental reset. That's something I believe Drinkwitz and a lot of the beat reporters have talked about was he, he felt like a re- he felt refreshed and ready to go. Um, and it, it, it was a good start tonight. Uh, he caught a couple balls out of the backfield. If I remember correctly, one went for a first down on like a second and long. Um, he looked good out of the backfield and Schrader. I mean, he didn't do anything fancy. He just, that followed the followed his blockers that were plowing just massive holes all night that if you do want to take away anything i mean the run defense or the run run blocking on the old line was fantastic i thought it was great um there were holes left and right um and schrader hit them uh all night i mean it wasn't anything super fancy um mm-hmm. but he made it work and that's what he's here to do yeah, and like it doesn't it doesn't need to be fancy from from these two if the rest of this offense is going to work the way it does. But if they can add a dynamic that you have to worry about, I mean that's going to be huge for just you know Kirby Moore adjusting for unleashing your passing attack a little bit more. If you know you can rely on not one but two guys, just get you some nice like chunk yards and and maybe you know bust out a big play every once in a while like we've seen Schrader do. Um, but yeah, I thought I th- I think that was a a strong point for sure. Um, Luther needs a bigger helmet. That was another thing I wrote down. He had his helmet popped off twice. And I think took you mean some a tighter helmet. Tighter helmet. What did I say? Bigger? Small. He yeah. needs a smaller helmet. Yeah, he needs a tighter helmet. helmet. Tighter helmet. I think it popped off twice. And this was something I'd consider. Like, you know, pretend you're, you're Eli Drinkwitz uh, this, in this press conference. And please do not say, I want to address the comment we've n- I've now seen him tweet when we're all done with everything else with the actual game because this is wild. Um but pretend you're Eli Drinkwitz for a second. You know, are you like considering after seeing some of the hits Luther took on special teams, maybe considering kind of limiting his role there just to make sure he doesn't get hurt? Because he got he got popped a couple times today. No, I think I maybe what I'm doing is telling Luther it's okay to get out of bounds. Um, yeah, he need, he probably should have on that last punt return, especially he got absolutely walloped. Uh, and one of them he got licked on was by his own guy. Um, yeah, there's not a lot you can do about that. That just happens. Um, he's able to get up and brush it off. I think he's too valuable 
to take any amount of touches he can get away from him. Um, it, it is a dual-edged sword, though, um, mm-hmm. and especially if he if he continues to flash like he did at receiver tonight, uh, he might have to come off because he was excellent tonight. I think he had one maybe on a, a on a cook incompletion across the field. I didn't really get a good look, and I don't think the camera did either. It yeah. looked like it might have gone through his hands. He there was, was one like he a, dropped. It yeah. was a throw way across the field. So I it, it, that was maybe the one gaff. He was excellent. Otherwise, he's just such a special player when he gets the ball in his hands. He looks like a five star. Um, and I, I think it's a tough sell to maybe take him off punt return. Um, yeah, but he, he he might have to. I mean, if he keeps taking hits like that, I mean. What I didn't like was after that last one, he just gets lit up. Nobody's going after that guy. I mean, you need to protect your five-star receiver, man. Yeah. Like somebody needs to get over there and push him out of the way. Agreed. I didn't like that. Like he got that Start targeting penalty. Nobody really jumped out at the at that South Dakota defender either. I didn't like that either. But those are relatively small things. He's not going to get hit like that all the time. So I yeah, think I mean. Dude, though, I mean that—that's a real thing, though. I mean, just like we all know, he's a five-star. So do the so do the guys on special teams that want to go, you know, out there and make a play. Like they're gonna they're gonna hit him a little bit harder than maybe somebody else. But you're right. I, I think that's very fair. You can't limit, you know, what you can get because you're you're right. Like it's just he's so much fun. Like I've never seen someone that like thin obviously he's a big dude he's you know built and stuff. But like the touchdown he had from Sam Horn, just like bouncing off of off of tackles and just like you know i don't know it's like a ping pong ball just like finding its way into the end zone was it's just it's very very impressive to see his balance is wild i think aaron murray mentioned his core strength um just just awesome but he does need a tighter helmet uh yeah that's the main i don't conclusion. know why his helmet kept flying off you that, gotta that keep funny. that on at, at one point he had one less helmet fall offs than uh south dakota had points it i was trying true. to keep track of that stat um I wrote down Johnny Walker because you mentioned him. He was great, uh, I think, especially in the first half. Um, yeah, again, penalties. I think our our friend of the show, Jack Sobel, put it the best where Drinkwitz is just seeming like he's going to continue to say, we have to get better and more disciplined on our offensive line. It's just never going to happen. I mean, there, like like you said, none of them were, were damning in the sense the way, you know, it happened in Georgia. But, that, I mean, it's they racked up a lot. I mean, I've always believed this. Um, penalties are a mark of coaching you need to be if if you're a competent coaching staff you have to get that out of your unit it just can't mm-hmm. happen i'm not saying drinkwitz and the and uh the new o-line coach uh i'm totally blanking on his name i can't remember it for whatever reason um the guy from houston uh but he has apparently uh, people have been singing his praises um throughout offseason camp i was Really, it, it it wasn't a huge improvement tonight. Um, they were plowing holes, but it was against FCS competition, a three and eight FCS team, mind you. Uh, their last game last year, uh, South Dakota was a fifty-eight to fourteen loss to Northern Iowa. Okay, <laughs> that Mizzou should have done a lot more, and they were playing at a fifty-eight to six or fifty-six to six uh, pace at half. So there's little to complain about there. The second half. What it was bad. It was just yeah. bad. The penalties were piling up in the second half. It was just an all-around poor effort 
in the second it, half from everyone. It, it strikes me too that they need to improve against teams that uh, know how to create really long drives because yes, it didn't matter that South Dakota ate up all that clock with their first drive in the third quarter because they were down by so much. But like, you know, you're in a tied ball game and a team goes and has an eight minute first drive of the third quarter and scores a touchdown. You know, your chances of of matching are, you know, get very limited when they take half of a quarter to do one drive and you can't stop them. So, yeah, that is that is worrisome. Um, other things I had. Uh, oh, we had a punt block that uh was not a punt block. Yeah, that uh, wasn't blocked. I don't know what that, that was. That should have been probably roughing, but you know what? I texted Peyton this. We deserved a no call after that Kentucky after game. After the Kentucky Missouri, game. Missouri mm-hmm. deserved a no call. Um, uh, I have the Luthers are going to return any more penalties. Oh, I did. This is just a funny uh, aside in the game, but did you were you listening with sound? Did you hear him like? You, I, I like, was listening that? with sound, yes. Did, did you hear the when they came back from the break and they showed the full moon and uh, the main commentator tried to go Aaron Murray is howling he just stopped I did hear that yes and Aaron Murray just said nothing yeah he had Aaron no Murray idea did, what to say he just he just did couldn't say anything Aaron Murray was having none of that I thought that was funny just just a an absolute miss of a joke um but yeah I I it, it's you know it's it's what we do overanalyze and over over scrutinize based on one game but yeah I think Peyton put it best it's probably a net negative as we as we saw it um, I can cut this part if you want to. Do you want to talk about what Drinkwood said in this presser? No, we should. It's with weird. the Gabe. It's weird. It's very weird. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Um, I I thought this was a fake. T- I thought I was getting fooled on a fake tweet again. Um, but Power Mizzou tweeted. So like you know we we did this kind of right after the game. And luckily for the pod going forward, we're gonna have a whole day to digest comments and post game stuff. But this is obviously unique because it's on a Thursday. That aside. 32 minutes ago, this came from Power Mizzou. Drinkwitz on Brady's Cook leadership. Quote, anything that I've ever wanted to know about Brady Cook, he's already told me. Says he just wants hashtag Mizzou to win, whether it's whether that's with himself at QB or someone else. Um, Power Mizzou followed that up with apparently Drink saying if Brady Cook didn't have a girlfriend, he'd want him to date one of his daughters when they were 18. I, I don't... Why coaches continue to use this analogy in general is just... So strange. And with all the weirdness of this, this, these choices in this game tonight, that maybe sums it up best of just where Drinkwitz's head is. I don't know. Just, just weird. Just weird. Yeah. You could praise Brady Cook without doing this. I mean, it is an old stereotype. The I'd let him date my daughter. Um, yeah. But that needs to stop. I <laughs> that don't like it. I don't stop. like it it's when not. any coach says it. It's weird. No. But it's weird. um, yeah, no, it's just weird, weird, weird ending to a weird game. Yeah, I, very I weird. Is just the way to that put man, it. That man loves shooting himself in the foot at impressors. That that's what I'll say. <laughs> he loves to the, give a quote. I'll say likes I'll tell the you that. likes the offhanded quotes. The some of the some of the quote tweets to these are are funny. Um, Barstool Mizzou tweeted, "I thought I was being Gabe mattered when I read this initially." Mizzou fans will know Gabe matters like a a burner account of the two. Well, now one formerly biggest Mizzou Twitter account in Dave matter. And then Gabe from power Mizzou now. And then he says, now I wish I was being Gabe mattered. I think that puts it, puts it best. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, at Ms. Chris 18 just tweeted. Yeah. Good night. He's had enough. Yeah. Had that's enough. Uh, it, it, there's gonna, they play a better team than South Dakota next week, middle Tennessee. 
I'm actually yeah. going to put some stock into how they play against Middle Tennessee because I think everybody knows like they got a 25 point win tonight. They should have won by more. Uh, they yeah. really should have, and I think they will be looking to respond against Middle Tennessee. Agree, agree. Any any final thoughts before we switch it over to quick hits? Have Kenny Kenny rejoin us? I'm excited. No, to... We got to do we got to do the uniform review. Oh yeah, your uniform review. This yeah. was a this was a, a big day for that at least. Go go for it. Yeah, no white numbers on the black jerseys. According to Ben Arnett from KOMU, it's the first time they've done that since 2001. Uh, I thought it looked pretty good. I like I the jerseys too. tonight. I like the black on black. Uh, the oval tiger. I'm always pro oval tiger when it comes to oval tiger versus. Uh, block M. Uh, nothing super duper fancy outside of the numbers are different, but uh, I thought it was a solid B uniform. B plus B uniform around there. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was solid. It looked pretty clean. I was surprised about that stat, though. The white numbers and the Me black too. jerseys. I didn't realize it. Like they always, so they always go with what? Yellow? Like, I what, guess. Like, yeah. I guess. So, but yeah. Good, good uniform review. Um, yeah. So, Again, 35 to 10 Missouri over South Dakota. Um, QB battle, not so much. Um, still might use it in thumbnails for, um, you know, clicks, but that, that I'm shameless. So who cares? Um, so, yeah, we will, with that, uh, bring Kenny back and segue over to Quick Hits. Uh, all right, Quick Hits time. Kenny, start us out. Jersey of the Week. Jersey of the week. I had a couple different options here. I got two for you. We're going to start it off with the University of Houston unveiling their new uniforms that they're going to be wearing week one. Um, today on Thursday, you're going to break, break them out for the season opener against UTSA on Saturday. Perfect jersey for the city of Houston. Oilers inspired, although the Oilers were not mentioned, from the Love You Blue era, the 80s, 70s, and early 90s. Um, Wearing the, the blue tops, the white pants, the white helmets with the script that says Houston. I know you guys are big script fans as well, so that's really cool to see. And, of course, it says script Houston across the front. Overall, just a beautiful uniform. Looks very Oilers. And I think it's like it almost feels like a shot at the Titans as well, that shitty franchise. And <laughs> I know my dad's looking down, just flipping two birds. Um, and I know that he's, he's, a, he's <laughs> So that's that was, made me pretty happy to see it happen. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter as well mention that this is more than just the Oilers. It's what the Houston, when you thought of Houston in the 80s, the 70s, and 90s, these were the colors that described Houston from that Love You Blue era. Overall, just beautiful uniforms. And I actually have a uh, Earl Campbell shirt. I couldn't find the jersey, but I have the shirt, so I brought it out. Oh, nice. Those numbers. Tennessee zone. Yeah. <laughs> I have the I have his, uh, autographed jersey up there, but I can't take it down. And then my uh, second one I'll just mention real quick is P.J. Walker right here. Look at the YouTube. Panthers. Uh, P.J. Walker was released by Peyton's Bears, and I have two things to say about it. Uh, End of an era. Um, The the best (laughs) XFL quarterback of all time. He's finally run out of energy. uh, The gas tank is empty. Um, He was fine. He was, he was signed? signed to the Browns practice squad. Okay. Well, oh! I mean, the, the NFL, I don't, I don't know done. if he's really going to get past this now. Uh, but he, he really ran that second tenure in the NFL really well just off one XFL season. Also, Temple grad, very smart guy. They asked him about what do you see your future as? And he said, um, <laughs> he said, I know I'm, I'm not stupid. I can read the room. Um, I'm probably going to get released. Something along those lines in a press conference. Very smart guy. Temple grad. 
Go Owls. Hoot hoot. Uh, um, c- congratulations think- on the Houston script. I we got mm-hmm. it. It was so clean. Um, the announcement's really cool. They talk about the city and stuff. Um, and like that, that powder blue and red. Like when it when it's done right, it's just it looks so nice. I do agree 100%. Like you just associate that kind of with like the Oilers in Houston, just that color scheme, no matter kind of where you see it. It's always in the back of your mind. Uh, really quickly on PJ Walker, it is a bummer. He's, uh, I think, the only player to ever play for my favorite XFL team and my favorite NFL team. Um, <laughs> Who's your favorite XFL team? They, it was the Houston uh, Roughnecks when they had PJ oh. Walker and Cam Phillips. Uh, that was a fun team, and because it didn't matter, it was the XFL. Right. Um, but yeah, I, he he was terrible in the preseason, so I kind of knew that was coming. Uh, even though he did get a two-year deal, they bought him out six months into it. Um, but yeah, the 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 Houston the Cougars uniform reveal, uh, it was cool because I was like, Kenny's like a super proud hist- Houstonian. He quote tweeted, it. "I was like, oh, I know Kenny's loving this right now." That was yeah, how I saw I, it. Was your out? Was your quote tweet? Mm-hmm. I just saw get owned, get owned Titans, and I was like, "Oh, what's this about?" Just in time for the Big Twelve. They're in the they they're in the Big Twelve. Yes, this year, are. right? Or to start yes. the yeah. Yep. I'm just in time. All right, Peyton. Uh, my jersey of the week is going to be Boltman, the Chargers super fan. Uh, he was at the Hall of Fame this week, just taking a tour, and just a really weird photo was posted of him like it was like old man is here on a visit to canton and he is including a uh i don't have the tweet right up in front of me he was basically standing in front of the junior seau uh bust in the hall of fame and they had like a i can read it capture. yeah this weekend boltman visited the pro football hall of fame period this included a moment to pay his respects in front of the bronze bust of the late junior seau yeah and <laughs> I, I get what they're going for. It was like a, it was like supposed to be a somber moment, but it just was kind of weird. I mean, he was like in his full getup in paint. He was kind of standing there like a video game NPC where it's just, <sighs> and that, and <laughs> it was just kind of, it kind of, it kind of just threw me off. Um, but it it was, uh, it, it got a laugh out of me. It was really funny. The edits, the edits of like what the, you know, what you see when Boltman's staring at you and it's just the giant face. Like people were making photoshops of him in like other places of, of note. It is so, it was so funny. I think we had Matt's, what what was Matt Stahl's uh, tweet? He had a, he had something funny. It was about like the old uh, Chargers tweet. The one that they tweeted about their wife, not letting him go to Chili's or something. Oh yeah. 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 The PF Uh, Changs. Yeah. That's right. My favorite one I've seen of these edits is Boltman standing at a Marriott uh, desk, and it says, in remembrance of those we lost on 9-11, the hotel will provide complimentary coffee and mini muffins from 8.45 to 9.15 a.m. And it's like him working? It's him just looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) I also remember that image. I didn't realize this, that Boltman isn't like the official mascot. I thought he was the official mascot of the Chargers. He's just a super fan. No, it's just a super fan. It's like Casey. Oh it's my like, gosh! Um, like, I didn't realize that until now. I'm looking more. It's like into Chiefs. It. It's like Chiefs a hog. Yeah. Yeah. Except not in jail. Not in jail. Best mm-hmm. best lawyer. Did you guys see the stuff his lawyer said? Yeah. He basically the, like he was like football. he's an avid Everyone's he's an forgiven. avid yeah he's an avid NFL fan. The NFL community will like band together to like keep him out and stuff. They literally leaned into the the super fan bit of it, but yeah, shout out shout out to Bolt man. Um, my jersey of the week, uh, 
I'm going back to soccer. I feel like I've done him for a couple of times now, but I'm doing Christian Pulisic, who is, of course, in uh, Italy now with AC Milan. He uh, he has two goals in uh, his first two games, so he's he's killing it over there. Um, but the the video of his goal in their most recent game uh, last weekend, the the Italian commentator like I'll, I'll try and put the video of it in the YouTube um, and maybe in the in the regular pod as well. But he did he basically like started speaking English, and um, he was like he was like God bless the USA and like said a bunch <laughs> of just like you know, American phrases after he scored. It was so funny. So he's, he's already having a, a nice influence over there on the, on the commentators and he's doing really well. I'm happy for him. He left Chelsea um, who are a disgrace of a soccer team and those who support them are, you know, clowns, but um, just kidding. But they, yeah, I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he's, he's got a new home and the videos I'll, I'll try and put the video in. Cause it's so funny. Was Did the one announcer of the call it soccer. What? Did the announcer call it soccer? I don't know if he said soccer, but he was, it was more just like, he was saying like, you know, cliche phrases you hear like, you know, Americans say, like, I know he was, said, I'm pretty sure he said, God bless the USA once. Was um, one of them give a man a fish, feed him for a day, <laughs> no, teach no. a man to fish, you'll feed him for a lifetime. That was not one of them. Unfortunately, oh, he did not, he did not bust out a what in tarnation. Hmm. Disappointing. But, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Pulisic and that announcement. Oh, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Oh, God. Yeah, it's not Mizzou this week, is it? Is it? It's that not Mizzou, is it? College. No, it's not Mizzou. I have not used Mizzou yet. I don't even know where this college came from in my mind. I was just thinking of ones, and I picked it up yesterday. Uh, we're going to start Blin. it off. At, that was a good one. I actually was thinking of Blinn, but I couldn't think of anyone else besides Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Not talked okay. about in the documentary. Guess that college. Uh, Jack, put your hands up. I'm not holding right. my mic this week, so I can actually. So the first one, we're starting off Major League Baseball. Longtime Dodgers infielder, Ron Say. His nickname was the Penguin. Don't know who that no is. No idea. You know who Ron Say is, though, right, Ben? I know who he is. I have no idea what, what college did, he went What to. did Ron say? What did Ron, Ron, Ron say? All <laughs> right. Uh, next one, we're getting into the NFL now. Uh, former NFL cornerback for the Seahawks, Marcus Trufant. Oh. Ooh. Marcus Trufant, not loved, Desmond Trufant. Loved Marcus Trufant. Marcus Trufant. Interesting. I have no idea. I've had debates was... about this of like who when when people think of Trufant, I think of Marcus, and everyone else I feel like thinks of Desmond Trufant. I think of Desmond. I don't think they went to the same school. They probably didn't. There's a lot of them. I was hoping you said Seahawks cornerback Jeremy Lane. I would have gotten it immediately. Northwestern State. Great, great cornerback. Mm-hmm. Walter Thurman the third. Okay, I remember the third one. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna. This one that. might give it away for Peyton. Uh, we're going in, staying in the NFL here with Drew Bledsoe. I got it. Ding, ding, ding. Jack, do you want the next one? Yeah. I'm not Clay disappointed. Tom- I don't know these yet. Clay Thompson. Oh, I know it now. I know it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Peyton. Washington, Washington State. Mm-hmm. There you go. Did not yeah. know those other two, but that one. I, I did not know. I did not know Drew Bledsoe. There were not many there, to choose but... from. It's kind of God, a tough my, one. My college. You could have done so. James uh, Booby Williams. Um, you could have done Booby uh, Desmond Patman. Uh, I'm trying to think of other basketball players. Pretty much it. There are no others. <laughs> no, there's. I feel like there's some others. Are there? I don't know. They're getting. They don't have a. They're they're like one of the most like in depth like college programs right now I think for f- sports. 
Probably. They or maybe that's Cal. One of one of those. Yeah, one of those that is not in the Pac-12 or like is yeah. stuck in the Pac-12. Nice. Good. That was a good one. That was a good. Good one. college. All right. Best beats of the weekend. Wazoo. Um, we don't have the best beats of the week um, updated at the moment. And my Florida Utah game will happen today on Thursday when we're recording. Same with Jackson North Carolina State versus UConn. Um, that Utah line is dropped from six and a half to four and a half. Am I correct, Peyton? Yes. And then Peyton's Rice uh, plus 35 and a half versus Texas will happen on Saturday. Looking at the <laughs> records right now, Jack is 11 and 13. I am 14 and nine and Peyton is 12 and 12. And for this weekend, we're going to stay in the college football world. The three of us are. I'm going to kick it off with Fresno State versus Purdue. I got Purdue uh, minus three and a half. I mean, you took take Kellen Moore out of the equation. And I'm uh, going to roll with Purdue. You mean Kirby? Kirby. 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 Um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised by this line. I mean, it's – I know Purdue lost O'Connell. Jeff Brom went to Louisville, his alma mater. They have Ryan Walters, a former Mizzou DC, as their new head coach. They did take one of Mizzou's long snappers. Could not tell you with a gun to my head which one it was. I think it's um, Jake Hoffman. Jake Hoffman, there, there you go, Kenny, our Kenny, resident, no, our resident special expert. team, yeah, our special team knower, special teams tracker. Um, he's over there now. I don't actually know who Bruce QB is going to be. Oh, <laughs> he got the invite to Chiefs rookie camp. No, okay. <laughs> what so was the other one's one name? It? I can't remember. We had a conversation about this two. You're weeks supposed ago. to know, expert. I know. Um, but moving on. I mean, just I don't. I'm very surprised. Of, team that has to go on the road to a big 10 school uh from the group of five even if it is the mountain west and a decent program like fresno state no jake hayner that team is not gonna lose by only three um my beat of the week it's going to be the battle of who the rightful miami is miami ohio is going on the road to the u it was daniel hawthorne the long snapper by the way kenny you could just shout that out man um, but yeah, the U is taking on the Red Hawks. Um, please uh, don't Google uh, what uh. Miami's Miami of Ohio's old, uh, college mascot was, uh, they are going to be battling for the right to the, to be the true Miami Brett Gabbert, Blaine's little brother. He is the quarterback at uh, Miami of Ohio. He was talking smack. He was going to say, we're the real, he was saying, we're the real you. We're going to show it this weekend. I'm going to take Miami. Florida money line minus 750. <laughs> uh, Brett Gabbert, you play at a Mac school, dog. Even if the U is not that good, they're, they're not going to lose this game. Um, I am going to take the Hurricanes. Um, oh, and a Hurricane just went through Florida. So they got that <laughs> energy on their side. So Great timing. Uh, if you watch this game, uh, if you look look for the man wearing double zero, I know who he is. He went to my rival high school. He starts on their D line. Does he know anywhere? Oh, anywhere it's double zero. Double no, zero. I know who he is. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that weird? I just looked that up. I didn't know he wore double zero, but I checked if he was starting. But there you go. So go red, go red Hawks. Kenny, what's yours? Heath went already. It's your oh, turn. Kenny went turn. Oh my god! I just had a that was that was poor. It's my Blooper turn. Real. Um, yeah, that's that's a botch. Oh yeah, Fresno State and Purdue long snappers. Um. I'm taking Colorado. Uh, I'm doing Colorado TCU. I got Colorado plus, plus 20 and a half. This probably won't hit, but I want to bet on Dion. Um, and I got bullied into not picking Kentucky off air or picking against Kentucky off air by Peyton and Kenny. It's not true. Um, I told you to take it. No, you told me to take it so you would win. 
Yep. So you would, which also you said uh, you took it so that you could catch up and you're ahead of me. Correct. So someone's not been paying attention to the the uh, records, but yeah, I'm taking Dion. You know he's going to turn that program around. I heard a thing that if he leads them to a, a bowl game this season, he should get a contract for life. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. It all starts it all starts down in I don't know what TCU Stadium is called, Horn Frog Stadium. I'm on you G. guys. Have, you guys have been there. There you it's go. It's beautiful. I love I'm on G. Carter. It's a nice stadium. I've been there. I like TCU, but they fell off, you know, lost Max Duggan. They had the, they had their championship appearance, got blown out. I think Dion, Dion will storm in there and probably lose by like, well, hopefully 17. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm praying for. Does he have to get his like feet massaged during the game? Oh, cause he, cause there's blood like... clots. Like does someone come on the sideline? I've, I've never actually seen no. him coach before. But um, he had that story about how he opted to have a couple toes removed instead of missing a couple Jackson State games. Um, yeah, that's but now he has to get his feet massaged like every so often. Yeah, I don't know how that all works. Um, but we'll find out. We'll find out. I, from um, what I understand, no, he does not get a feet foot massage at the game because I did watch the Holiday Bowl or not the Holiday Bowl. Uh, the cel- Holiday Bowl or Celebration Bowl? Oh, Celebration Bowl. Yeah. Um. I watched that last year, and I don't recall him getting his feet massaged. So I don't yeah. I think that'll be a thing. I don't know. But, yeah, what did they bring in, like, 70 new players, have, like, nine returners? So I'm just Never so excited. unprecedented. Yeah. What no matter done. what happens, no matter what happens with this team, it's going to be just fun and wild to watch. So I'm, I just wanted to throw a bet on them early, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Shout out former uh, Buffalo's quarterback, uh, Maddox Cop, who went to my high school, St. Thomas High School in Houston, Texas. He played. He went to U of H, Colorado, and now Miami of Ohio. So we hit on all three of his schools. There we uh, go. Quick hits. So you and I both know someone on the Miami of Ohio roster. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, he's a backup quarterback. There and then go. his brother played Miller. His brother Miller. His brother's oh, Miller Cop. Love Miller Cop. And then uh, I can't remember his other brother's name, but he was in my grade and he played basketball at UMKC. Entered the transfer portal, went back to UMKC, beat Mizzou. Go Ruse. Great. Didn't Mizzou get destroyed by like a 5-5 guy in that game? Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. We have Dennis Gates now. Um, (laughs) Kenny, where do you have, while we're just updating quarterbacks that you know from your high school days, do you know where Grant Gannell is by any chance? I I think he's on a team. He didn't go to my high school. He was on Memphis. I know, but you know him from there, from that I'm going to look it up because that's a good question. He went, he followed Kevin Sumlin around for some reason. Sam Houston State. Oh my God, really? Sam Houston State. He's back home. He's home. Sacked by friend of the yards. show. Sacked by friend of the show, Connor McGovern. Oh yeah. How about Wait, that? he played at Sam Houston State last year. Hmm. I mean, he went from um, what was it? A and M. Then he flipped to Arizona. Then he went to Memphis. No, he, he went, went to North T. Texas. He went, he went to, to Memphis. North Texas. Did he go to Arizona? Memphis? Yeah, so in Arizona, Memphis, UNT. Oh, he didn't. No. He didn't. Did he do? Did he play on Memphis? Because he doesn't have any stats. No, okay. no he didn't play there sat out yeah, he didn't well, play in 2021 wow yeah. i'd have been a transfer rule too because that was a second school let's Should shoot the let's shoot the sam houston sid at dm get him on <laughs> anyways we <laughs> probably think they have like a, they have like a horse time. with a, a monocle on and that's their sid at oh sam, sam houston, houston state, state <laughs> is also like are they not aren't they one of the teams moving to the conference usa they are yeah FBS, they've been one of the best teams the in the fcs mm-hmm. Yeah. Peyton, what's the what's the mascot for Northeastern University? Uh the Huskies. Oh, oh shoot. Someone asked me that the other day and I got it wrong. 
I want to check. Northeastern, like the like the basketball NEC program, right? Yeah, not yeah, NEC. Yeah. Um, the I forget the name of the conference. Colonial. I know it. Yeah, Colonial Athletics. Yeah, they're the Huskies. Ah, uh, damn. Um. All Anyways, right. Next. Call that main tangent. What's that right there? This is actually the main bird of the week, but I wanted to use the new Shawnee soundbite. So we'll we'll have to find another way to use it later. Well, I like well. no cap, and he's the main bird. We have or we my, have we have Shawnee spites a plenty. All right, my so. Shawnee's main bird of the week goes to St. Louis Cardinals utility man Tommy Edmund, who had back to back days with walk off hits against Hater and the Padres. Hit a home run yesterday during a day game. Won the series as well. Cardinals won the last two games of the series. Uh, great day for St. Louis. They're going to keep it up ruining their draft pick for next year in the process. Yep, moving from fifth to fifth in the standings, so very good job from them. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Cardinals' vein in my main bird. My main bird of the week is going to be Harrison Bader. Of course, was traded last season from the Cardinals to the Yankees for Jordan Montgomery, who was later traded to the Rangers for Sagas. See, I think that's how you pronounce it, something like that. Sagas, he's pretty good, unfortunately. Um, he was put on waivers by the Yankees cause their season is over. Um, and he was claimed by the Cincinnati Reds. So he's coming back to the NL central, uh, which is bad news for me. I'm a Cubs fan. Uh, he tortured the Cubs every time he played them. Uh, and he's back. He's going to be on a Reds team that is pushing for a pennant. They also oh, pennant. They're not going to win anything. Uh, <laughs> they, they also claimed Hunter Renfro. Uh, I love the waiver see the waiver the claim season. That's fun. Uh, like fifteen players or some crazy number got claimed today. Um, but yeah, Harrison Bader back in the central. Um, perhaps he'll have a homecoming. Yeah, he can he can grow out his hair. Kenny make, makes a good point. That was like the main thing Kenny thought of immediately when he was with the Cardinals. He had quite the the flow back there. Uh, had to cut it off with the Yankees. He can nice grow salad. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't let you they don't let you have flow with the pinstripes oh no it's a colt yeah good thing it's a the cult, that, yep. cult that doesn't know how to win this year yeah no no they don't know how to win since 2009 <laughs> good point good point um my main bird of the week i guess is also kind of a dirty bird i don't you can call it what you want i'm doing uh i'm doing noah lyles i'm going to the track world uh i feel like a lot of people probably saw this he had some comments that went viral where he was doing a, a presser and he kind of went on a, a rant about how he thought it was dumb that the NBA um, and other American sports, when the teams win the championship, they call themselves world champions. The uh, There's been a couple like NBA players have like clapped back. I've seen some people get really mad about it, like former NBA players. Um, I saw Tyrese Halliburton like said a thing about it because the U.S. is, of course, competing for the FIBA World Cup right now. Um, I just think this is all dumb. I like... Yeah, it's probably it probably it doesn't really make any sense to I guess call yourself the world champion for winning a Super Bowl or an NBA finals. But like who who cares? This is all this is just all stupid. I I, I don't know. Like Noah Noah Lyles isn't wrong necessarily, but I don't know why like anyone is making a big deal about it or cares so much. Just I don't you know, they can say what they want. <laughs> I don't really even know why Noah Lyles cares that much. It's just a general term for the most part. I mean, it's just kind of a dumb debate all around um i will say i mean obviously the nba is far and away the best in the world i don't think the champion um of the swedish league could probably go to -to toe-to-toe with the denver nuggets but i get i get where he's coming from 
Um, it, you can't really, you still can't really say world champions, but the whole thing is just dumb. Who cares? Yeah. The best players in the world come to play in America. I mean, that's that's where you kind of draw the line. If I if mean, the U.S. Yeah. if so, the the whoever won the NBA Finals went and played in another country, like Peyton said, they wouldn't stand a chance. Whoever wins the the World Series and then go play, you know, who wins the Korean uh, Championship? It might be a little bit even, but U.S. is but the United States is still going to win. You got to remember the World Baseball Classic. Japan did win this year. That is a bit of a difference. You, you, the but, U.S. did not have all of its players. But again, yeah, that's an international. That. That's an international competition, and also you're eliminating those like on World Series teams. There's guys from other countries. Mm-hmm. Like the stat you can turn to if you really want to debate this. The the team that just won the championship, their two best players are both not from America, and the last five people to win the uh, MVP are also not from America. So there's a reason they all come over to America to play sport. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I don't even want. It's so stupid. Like I will say the 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 World Baseball Classic thing. Just talking about that. I mean, Adam Wainwright was starting games for the court, uh, for the U.S. Uh, at least you know his season has gone. I wish that if they did do a competition, that you were forced to play. Like they they require you to play. If they ever do like a big like a lot of these NBA players don't always play in the FIBA stuff. They don't say, play yeah. in the World Cup or the in the Olympics. Yeah. They need to. You have to be required. You have to sign a contract. Or you're not allowed to wear your con- your nation's colors. I think that's where that's, we draw that's the line. A little extreme, we have to treat them insane. like they're uh, they're in the military. That's what I, I think I, we have to do. I just they have think to sign like, a contract. I don't know. Yeah. I just, what I just are think you even arguing? For I, I don't even know what he's confused. saying. You, if you're if part of your nation, you have to play for your nation unless you're injured. You can't opt out. Like so you're saying, you're, you're saying, saying we like can't if send, I'm like, born in the U.S. Yeah, like we can't send. But like, if like, you're a professional athlete in the United States and you're one of the best, you are required to play for your nation. Like you're saying, LeBron James can't say, "I don't want to play in this international competition because I want to say he has to myself. play unless he he's hurt." This unless is insanity. <laughs> that's yeah, that's kind of wild. What, but, what's the uh, is it the or the South Korea? Like they were required to be in the military. Well, a lot of countries are fighting for your nation. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of world. countries are like that. Well, no, Korea is the there's there's like soccer players in Korea who like they can get it waived because they play like a sport at a high enough level but i mean that's like not what kenny that's not what you're talking about you're talking about people if having you were to born play. on the soil yeah. you have to play basketball for us is what you're saying yeah no i'm saying if you're one of the best you are required to play you cannot opt out you can play for another country if you have those ties i mean sure. your parents could be from another country of course but mm-hmm. if you are healthy you better play <laughs> better suit up uh for our entertainment ridiculous yeah that's that's wild but yeah i i mean like i don't know i thought it was funny because it's like it's not like the nba goes and prints out hats and shirts that say world champion denver nuggets like sure the announcers might say that they might scream into the mic like we're world champions and yeah what you know you can argue that all day long but it says nba champions on the shirt like they're not it's not like the nba is is going out and being like yeah if you win our league you you win the you win You're the, the world champion of the world. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. Earth. It's dumb. We can yeah. we can we can move swiftly on, but I just I think it's just hilarious that it causes so mm-hmm. much um back and forth. Anyway, what's the best thing you learned, Peyton? Uh, this is actually the worst thing I learned. Uh, the Mizzou <laughs> fan, Mizzou fans rule. Um, Mizzou athletics tweeted the rules for the zoo. Um, they're not good, guys. Uh, and look. Part of them are fine. Like, so the video is basically a cringy video 
showcasing the five rule rules when you're at the zoo to be a good fan. And some of them are fine, especially for like freshmen that haven't been to a game yet. Like you should know the M I Z Z O U thing after a first down, the touchdown one specifically, that is one that should have been in here because it took about eight (laughs) weeks last season for the freshmen to get down that that side is supposed to just go Z O U or M I Z. You don't do both. Um, but they had some really bad rules there. It's like the number one rule when the offense is at work, be quiet. Number two was fine. It was like the M-I-Z-Z-O-U thing. Number three is the one I have <laughs> bad. This is a kickoff with. one? The kickoff this is the Jaws one? one. They're, they're like sharks in the water, and we need to make the waves. <laughs> Go. Ugh. I don't even know how it, it, it's so cringy. It's just so bad. And I don't even really like the the number four one was like when the defense is on the field, be loud. Oh, wow. F- thanks. I didn't know that one. And then the number five rule was w- when the third quarter comes to an end, it's the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, wow, cool. And they're like, put your fists up. It's a cringy video. It's just ammunition for other fan bases to make fun of Mizzou. And it's not even in a fun way that Mizzou fans can spin it like the We Are Mizzou video. Yeah. Um, this is just, um, this is a bad video. And uh, I, I wish they would delete it. This was like uh, one of those things when I saw the like um, title of it, I thought it was going to be like a safety thing. Like, a, too. you know, how to be safe at the stadium. Somehow that I would have found better than what it actually was like i almost wish it was just like a you know don't be rude to other spectators don't throw whatever like those those rules that you can you can go to a stadium and learn the ways that the people cheer by just you know following along and watching the game like you don't need to we don't need a tutorial like this is ridiculous i agree also also promoting first roar they do they teach you miz for sure they teach you how those things work yeah. And overall, it's just what SEC school does this. I don't you know. have an SEC logo on your A&M. jersey, and this is how you teach. Does oh my god! I mean, they do have a lot going on, but they don't Here's have someone how to be teaching a- you how to do it because everyone that goes to AM wants to go to AM. It sometimes feels like the people that go to Mizzou went to Mizzou because journalism, or it's because it's in states, not because they're <laughs> because Mizzou fans. So yeah, it's just like, it's just dumb. Like if you go to a sporting event, you can learn very quickly what the like chance and things you're supposed to do are Mm -hmm. also. Yeah. Promoting the, I will see, I push back on that a bit because there were a lot of people in the student section that did not know like, yeah, I guess that's true months how the M I Z Z O U worked after a touchdown, which a, it, it should take like a week. It should take a quarter to pick up. I remember our freshman class in 2019, I think it took us a game max. I think mm-hmm. by the end of the West Virginia game, because they scored so much, I at least understood how the M-I-Z-Z-O-U worked. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't mind that little aspect of it, teaching them the cheers, but the rest of it is pretty bad. The, uh, the, the, one, the fact that they're like kind of forcing a cheer on just for the kickoff team is stupid. They're trying to make the swag surf work too yeah, much very yeah the swag we we don't need the swag uh, surf mizzou has its own things my we favorite part swag surf. my favorite part of working basketball games was not doing that not not having to be in the student section of people doing that around me 
you kind of do it for a few seconds. You realize, what am I doing? Like, this is just like one like, of those can moments. Can we just play Mr. Brightside again? Yeah. Like, actually, Peyton, I'll also I'll I'll retract my comment that maybe it is a little necessary to learn because the uh, the one that did take a while, if we got the Missouri the M I Z Z O U, was the waltz. People didn't know which way to go. Everyone would go you, like. I mean, that'll never way. change. I guess you can look in the student section. There will be pockets in every row that's going opposite directions. That's just it is what it is. I remember we would just try and yell like left, left, right, right, left, and try and get people to to get in formation. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. just dumb. It's also uh, tradition to not know what the alma mater is after the I first don't, two I lines. I still don't. Still don't. Oh yeah, I just go da 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 da. Yep, yep, yep. I know thy no. high fame shall last and give a yeah, help the to thee, but that's like it. Yeah. Old Missouri, my head. old Missouri, fair Missouri, fair Missouri, dear old varsity, dear old varsity. And then I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. It phases out. <laughs> it's going to be copyright. You can't play this song. People in the comments <laughs> are going to get mad at us. We're fraud, fraud, Missouri podcast. We don't know the whole. Hey, I went to like every single Mizzou basketball game. All right. Leave me alone. I was too excited that they were winning to pay attention to the lyrics. Yeah. All right. What did you learn, Kenny? I was getting my oil changed today in Houston. Went to Quick Carb Lube and Tune. Well, you weren't. And I you got it. This, this you was not today. A couple, you got it changed a couple days ago. What did I say? You said you today. Said I got my oil changed today. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, a couple go, days ago. Wasn't go, it? To the YouTube, go to the YouTube. Kenny is live at the oil, uh, <laughs> at the oil change place. He's interviewing the man he's going to talk about right now. Go ahead, Kenny. Kenny, so, uh, what's, I what's found you out that... Uh, uh, Reggie Slater, former NBA player and uh, Wyoming uh, graduate, owns Quick Car Lube and Tune in the Houston and Texas areas. It was a signed photo of him. I posted it on Twitter if you want to go see it. Um, him explaining why he started this business and why he owns it. Uh, really cool thing I learned a few minutes ago is that his son is Rashawn Slater, the offensive lineman for oh the my Los gosh. Angeles Chargers. Wait, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah that's a Oh, my gosh. Fact. That's actually crazy. Huh. Good fact. Uh, yeah, he was decent in the NBA. Averaged eight points one year for Toronto. Good Whack grid player name. of the year. Another... Oh, there you go. I'm surprised you didn't do Wyoming as your guest to college and did him last. Or or threw him in there. I don't think he would have gotten in either way. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but I guess we could have like we could have looked him up before too. But yeah. Good for uh he'll be good for my hoop grids. I'm gonna keep his name in, in mind. Um my best thing I learned this week, this ended up going um, a, li- a little bit viral. I had a lot of people send this to me, um, so if, if, depending on who, who saw this. But if you didn't, um, there is a bar in Milwaukee, where I live, um, that is now going to pay your tab whenever the Jets uh, lose a game that is started by Aaron Rodgers. Um, it, this is just like ultimate pettiness really funny uh it's called jack's american bar it's on brady street a very popular um bar street in milwaukee and i'm really really curious to see what happens with this little um experiment i like i liked the i read the little blog that um billy football of barstool wrote about it where he argued and i i i think i might do this is you go in and bet however much money you're going to spend on the bar or at the bar on the jets that way, if the Jets win, your bet hits. If the Jets lose, the bar pays for your tab, and you can kind of hedge. So I, I think the bar. Hedge, I yeah. hope. I hope the Jets go like you know fourteen and three or whatever, and the the bar by the week seventeen. Like I want to go in there and take a photo, and it's just full of Jets fans just watching and hoping they lose, and they can get free, free, free beer. But we'll see. We'll see how profitable it becomes. Um, 
but yeah, just ultimate ultimate pettiness by Jack Jack's American Pub. Share I share the name with it, I guess. Um, on Brady Street in Milwaukee. Yeah, drink drinking the haterade for sure. This yeah next level hating. Feeding Wisconsinites free beer is not always a super smart plan either, but you know most of them are going to be cheering against Aaron Rodgers. You would think. All right, we got a ratio. Yeah, ratio of the week. Um, submitted by the guy who ratioed someone else, Jack Sobel, friend of the show. He's been on a couple times. He tweeted, Freeman confirmed that Audrey's Estime was taken out for the rest of the first half because he fumbled. Of course, talking about Notre Dame football here. In quote marks, nobody's above the standard. Irish fan 76 replied, what exactly is the standard? Question mark. Jack Sobel replied, don't fumble. <laughs> Uh, Sobel had 32 likes. Irish fan 76 had one. Irish fan 76 replied, So if Hartman throws a pick, he'll be benched. Got it. And he got ratioed again. A lot of people don't like this Irish fan 76 guy. See, I think he brings up a good point, though. <laughs> if Sam Hartman turns the ball over, whatever. What if he gets strip sacked in the pocket? Are you going to pull Sam Hartman? I it's don't true. think so. So I think I are think we on Team I, Irish fan? I think I think we're on Team Irish fan. We're on Team Irish fan. Irish so fan. Jack Sobel oh, did not respond. I think that is have, actually a one. very good point. I don't see why the running backs and I get the actual answer. Running back production can be replaced. Um, so if you're fumbling, then you shouldn't. You should probably aren't aren't the best option at that time. But don't call it the standard, okay? If Sam Hartman goes out and throws three picks, he's not getting benched, okay? But if Estime fumbles twice, I mean, he's not, he's getting two carries a game. So interesting yeah. double standard to bring up. I, Sobel, Sobel, you can tell, learn from Gabe Diarmond with that reply, though. That, yeah, someone that, rep- felt like a, that felt like a power Mizzou reply. Someone replied to Irish fan 76 and said, there's a different standard for quarterbacks. Mm. Something to think mm. about. We could take yeah. this even longer. Yeah, this is a, this is the, this this can only be this can only be solved one way. We're just gonna have to see how much Sam Hartman fumbles, and every time he does, Irish fans gonna be at Sobel's at in Sobel's mentions. Be like, why isn't he benched? Why didn't take him out? He threw a pick there. I think it's a very valid thing to bring up. <laughs> Hayden's team I Irishman. I, I actually think that's a good good. I'm point. jury's out. I'm waiting to see how many fumbles and picks that they have versus him, and we'll see. But uh. Yeah, good ratio. Um, I had another one for us. Uh, classic, classic community note of the week, um, which have just been have been getting people lately. This one comes from uh, the drama. What is it? Drama alert himself, Killer Keemstar. I think that's what he used to do. I never watched it. I think um, he still does. He posted on X. Twitter notes are harassing me on any tweet I post that goes viral. If this tweet goes viral, they will probably leave a note saying, "Quote: It's not called Twitter notes. The correct term is X notes." Uh, of course, community notes immediately um, added the context. The correct term would be community notes as quote unquote Twitter notes no longer exists. Community notes does not quote unquote harass users. Its sole purpose is to provide accurate information backed by multiple contributors that aid in providing context on misleading posts such as this one. So there you go. Killer Keemstar. Something to something to report on drama alert next week. Um. Yeah, we had another ratio know. of the week, but uh, it was end up being deleted. Oh yeah, we had a third one. It's from a just... representative in North Carolina about the shooting. Um, ah. we got deleted though, so bummer. No, no, mm. no other ratio there. Yeah, I don't. Did you guys ever watch Drama Alert? I knew some people that did. 
I have seen a couple episodes when I just needed clarity on something I heard about. Never, ever would I like go back again and again, because every time I watched Drama Alert, I was like, this is really trashy. Like, He's one of those internet people that I know for some reason, but don't know like why I know him because I never like consumed his content. It just was, was he a big Viner? Could have been. Could have been. No, I, mean, I haven't heard Killer Remember. He was name just, in a while. He was just a guy that back in the peak of the YouTube drama era, mm-hmm. he was like the reporter. The guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would he would like break all the like drama on YouTube mm-hmm. and like just talk about it. Wait, old Vine. What's your favorite old Vine? I was watching a couple the other day that came up on Instagram. Um, I liked. I had hey the ones Kenny. that were like the. Oh hey dog, can I get a? Can I get some ice cream? Only a spoonful. Pulls out comically large spoon. <laughs> it's always a good one. That's a good mm-hmm. one. The, the one King where Bach. King Batch just has King Batch. spaghetti yeah, in King his. Batch was great. King Batch just had spaghetti in his pocket and was crying like an insane person king bat used to be really funny he used to be the king of vine anyway on that note old vines old vines aside uh we're gonna finish the show with mount rushmore so stay tuned for that okay we're gonna finish the show with another mount rushmore um we're gonna do mount rushmore of tv show theme songs i'm i'm excited for this one peyton didn't make a big board again which uh i don't know how he hadn't learned from uh his i made one last week i forgot this week with Bojangles. So hopefully we take it. We have another Bojangles moment. I do still have the lottery machine. I thought so, we were going to do um, a Mount Rushmore of our favorite Mizzou football moments from last year. And my top pick was going to be getting a roughing the kicker on um, a punt that went 40 yards backwards. And my fourth round pick was going to be Drake Heisenmeyer's like seventh holding penalty in the bowl game. <laughs> Those are your favorite. You did. But instead we'll you, did tro- you did. You did. Were you trolling with the uh, the uh, tweet you had today where it was just like football's back and it's just Pete and his run with Georgia? Well, it was Schrader, but yes, or because Schrader, he I was mean. down a yard short and then the very next play, Mitchell Walters had a false start and then they didn't recover. Yeah, tough. Okay, so I have I have the lottery machine. I'm going to bring it over. I'm not going to – you can see – oh, my God, wait. Not really. I'm spinning. There we go. Nice prime bottles, Logan Fowler. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Prime. No free ads. All right, how do you He's want me to? How do you want me to? How do you want me to pick you it back up? Right because... at it. I don't care. Just, Just put your hand in there and grab a ball. Yeah, put I have your to, hand I have in there. To unlo- grab I have to unlock the door. I have a okay, key. Then turn it around it. and take a ball out. Okay, I'll, I'll keep. Put it. the key in the ignition. I'm putting the key in. I'm I'm looking at the screen. I promise. Yep, we'll take oh, your word for some, it. Some many fell out. Oh no, they're all the K balls. That's a J ball. He has. I see the J ball. He has a J ball. ball. No, it's a P. Oh, my P. I'll put this back. And of course, I didn't uh, I'll find a better way to do that. One of these days. The thing. The thing. Oh wait, here. Let me see the ones that fell. Okay. Two J's and a P fell out. Oh. My odds went down. Hold on. Stop. It likes to move on its own. It's a P. So there you P. go, Peyton. With the man with Great. no big board gets to go first. Yep. But I do know my first round pick. My first pick is going to be SpongeBob. Uh, 
unequivocally the theme of everyone's childhood. Um, who lives in a pineapple under the sea, guys? SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, just, I mean, you, I totally, I can't probably remember it right off the top of my head right now, but every time you hear the Are You Ready Kids, oh, you know, you're in for just like 30 minutes of a good time. Uh, although I have, I have seen some clips, some of the clips from the newer SpongeBob concern me, uh, but old SpongeBob, (laughs) of course. Uh, so SpongeBob is my first pick. I just watched a clip from the clip from SpongeBob when he gets kicked into what Weenie Hut Juniors or whatever. Super, Super Weenie, Weenie Hut, Hut Juniors. Juniors. Welcome to the my salty friends. Spoon. My friends hang out at the Salty Splatoon. All right, who's next? Good I pick. think it's Kenny, right? Yeah. Can we go next. Yeah. Yeah. But Unless um, you want to go third, you can. Your your choice. Or I can pick another ball out. You can pick another ball if you want, yeah. but I'm, I'm not going to do run with the ball. They're all falling out of the thing. Well, have fun cleaning that up. It's going to be Peyton. Peyton's next. Yeah, what if we get another P? I'm looking at the thing. Dudes are falling out. Kenny. Yeah, finally. It's my first time ever getting picked. Um, To go second out of three. I'm going to take The Office. I think when I think of a TV show intro, just a TV theme song is Office. It's a great. How is that mid? Stop. Mid. I'd like to hear the explanation on mid. It, I, I, it's I a very skip. iconic theme, I'd say. I always skipped it. It's great. Well, it's, it's, I don't need right, some jingle. Ahead. You're up, Jack. <laughs> now I've set myself up for whatever I pick's gonna get gonna get killed, but um Yeah, I'm gonna go Will Smith himself. Give me Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Very good. good. Always a good one. Good pick. And then that was my one one. Got a good pander pick, but I'm not going to pick that one yet because I don't think you guys are going to pick it. I know one that Kenny absolutely has on his board. I'm not going to pick it because I never finished the show. But you know what? I will pick the two on my board. Phineas and Ferb. Nice. Okay. Bowling for good soup. Cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, great cartoon. There's 104 days of summer vacation. I'm telling you, man, you can't sing the full song. You're going to get copyrighted. Um, <laughs> good choices good. there, Jack. I'm taking this also, one just because. Go ahead. No, I just like there was also never 104 days of summer vacation. That, that was, was the joke. Very misleading. After very misleading. Only like 70. All right, you're up. All right. So my second round pick here. I can't. I can't let this slip any further. I'm taking Community. Yep, uh, one of the best it. songs ever written. Fun. At least it was here. Is the song name? Um, I listen to that just for fun. Like it's in my yeah. playlist. I'll be driving like around, and that song comes up. Beautiful song. Um, great song. It. Don't look up the meaning of it. Uh, that's all I got to say. Ah! Uh, but overall, Community is one of the best shows ever. It's actually uh, the theme of our show. We did six seasons when we were at the University of Missouri. The last season is going to be the movie, and we're just in the movie phase forever. Oh, and Community. Our show. I was so confused. I thought you meant we used the song. <laughs> no, we don't. Our use show that is themed. Our show is themed like Community with six seasons, and now we have a movie. And to make it even better, this was the, the intro song that always played. And I watched this with Jack and I's old roommate, Peter Camp. And he used to skip it when we were watching the show together one summer. And I doxed him on Twitter because he kept doing it. Twitter didn't realize I also lived at that address I put on Twitter. Old Twitter which, account no longer was? exists, so you won't be able to find it. That's probably for the best. Um, my next pick, I'm going to go one more kids show. Um, and I'm going to go Fairly Odd Parents here. 
another oh, iconic Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon had some really, really good banger theme songs. Not to say that Cartoon Network and Disney didn't have good ones as well, but Nickelodeon kind of had the kind of had that one boxed up. Uh, Fairly Odd Parents, another iconic one from my childhood. I'm sure, many others. Easy one for me. Next one, I'm not. I'm going to go to the Breaking Bad universe, but not pick Breaking oh, Bad. Oh, you picking oh, Better Call Saul. Pick. That's a Better great Call pick. Saul. I think has the better theme. Um, yeah, very groovy. Kind of yeah. set the tone really well for the show. It's very fitting. Yep. Um, another fantastic TV show that I think everyone should watch. But yeah, those that's are my great. Picks. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. I had that one too. That guitar riff's iconic. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not going into the cartoon world at all. I'm glad you guys did, but I can't pass up on the bare naked ladies and what they did with the Big Bang oh, Theory intro. One of the it. most iconic ones yeah. ever, oh, and man. it was a total like fluke that they got mm. that they got to do it. I think one of the lead singers for Bare Naked Ladies wrote it while he was on the toilet. Is what I, I really? listened to on the radio once. And overall, just one of the best ones. That's another one where you can just like listen in the car. You can speed to that. You're just like speeding. It's going really fast because it's like <laughs> mass science gets you going. The mystery, you know, so you got to drive yeah. to the beat. And that's one of the best intro songs uh, for a TV show I've ever heard. That was going to be one of my next two picks. I'm not that mad about it because I'm just glad it, it got the appreciation it deserved. Bare Naked Ladies are a great band. Um, okay. I have my last two do you guys I'm, I'm this is just making me realize too how many good ones there are out there because you guys have picked a lot that weren't on my big board and i had a lot of ones on my big board so it's just like there's so many good so many good theme songs um is what i'm trying to say i'm gonna pander a little bit here i'm gonna take i'm gonna take a big time rush the show theme song of okay. that show with the the uh 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 it's good. It wouldn't. It wasn't. That. It wouldn't have been on my board. I don't think. But it's good. That's gonna get me some votes. I just. I know our. I know our audience. One person. I know where the tweets. No. 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 There's. There's. There's a few people get, that'll. Vote it's gonna get some votes. That. It's gonna get some votes. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm gonna pander, and then. So. I, I'll say this because my last pick anyway. I want to pick the Scooby Doo theme song, but I want to ask what you guys associate the scooby-doo theme like what do you think the scooby-doo theme song is for whatever mystery reason, incorporated like the, the the like the better tv show that came out like the I, talk about? the older one like where it's like a little bit more like groovy like, or... i like it's the show came out in 2010 and it was a lot more like oh yeah 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 it's like an more like teenager kind of watching song. it wasn't like yeah a it's like a rock and roll song yeah mm-hmm. i am picking that one that's a good okay. one. It's I, very good. I know there's a difference, and I that was the one I grew up watching. I know, like, but I know there is also the like older one where it's just like Scooby Dooby Doo, where are mm-hmm. you? It's like just fun, like okay. a little bit more fun. Um, oh no, fun, the What's like, New yeah. Scooby Doo one is my favorite. I think that's my that's my pick. Yeah, What's New? That Scooby would be my pick. So, so, that's a good pick. Question mark by it. So all right, I'm going with that one. I wanted to. I had. I didn't know if you guys would have had a different Scooby Doo memory. So. What's new Scooby-Doo is my pick. I'll put a little sample in it to, to clear that up. But all right, you two finish it up. Kenny's turn. Uh, a lot of ways I can go here. I'm actually going to ask a question. I think Jack might only know the answer to this one. Can I can I use the one from I think you should leave? I don't uh, know. 
do they have like a main title like theme it's just like a kind of like some noise that like play like there's just like a ah, ah, like in between each skit so i don't know if we don't no, have I'm to gonna, count i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no That's right. like it's a good music. one though it is they, it, their transition music is very good i agree i'm gonna say no um could go a lot of places here uh i kind of want to go into the animated world and i thought about the simpsons i thought a little bit oh harder. i had that we take gravity falls oh that's a great not pick. a bad one i love pick. gravity falls i loved gravity falls too kenny great show a lot that's of a twists. Good show, a lot of good twists all right okay Paige, finish the draft um can i take the 60 minutes theme yeah i guess you could <laughs> Uh, All right, take I'm it. taking 60 minutes. Wait, I want to look up when I look up 60 minutes theme song. It's just like, <laughs> it's like it, is it just the clock? It probably is just the clock. It they is. don't have it. <laughs> the top video that comes up is just uh, the 60 minutes clock for a minute. Or for okay, 60 if I couldn't take 60 minutes, I would have taken Drake and Josh. But I want to take the 60 minutes theme. <laughs> I'm going to allow 60 minutes. I don't know why we would allow 60 minutes and not whatever Kenny asked because 60 was, minutes is pushing it. But. Kenny's is like, a, well, yeah, actually they are. They're both the transition way. sounds at the end, but the 60 minutes one starts at the start of the show. The, it does. I think yeah. you should leave sound is only for transitions. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> 60, 60 minutes, minutes it is. The 60 minutes theme gives me like like bad flashbacks because that was that would always be like you know football was ending mm -hmm. and oh, i would know that over I, for the night the sun is setting schools in the yeah. morning schools in the morning i have homework to do that's it's that mm -hmm. and when the sunday night theme comes on it's the it's the at least the, the sunday night theme. Go paper the sunday night theme at the end of the game it was like the harbinger of the end time mm -hmm. it was such a bad feeling very bad very very bad you had to go to bed but also wake up early and finish an assignment okay good draft um peyton you went first without a big board i think you impressed you had spongebob fairly odd parents better call saul and the 60 the 60 minutes theme um kenny had the office community big bang theory and gravity falls and i had uh fresh prince bel-air phineas and ferb um big time rush and what's new scooby-doo that theme song. i have definitively the worst team do not yes. vote for me. <laughs> did you did you guys have any other ones on your uh, big board? Drake and Josh. all ages, Peyton. Oh my gosh, I was singing that before the before we recording and I totally forgot. I was going to yeah. say wait, which one? Drake and Josh. Yeah. yeah. Uh I I think what Friends too is probably the big one we missed. Oh yeah. No one it's had Friends. Make some people angry. I also had the Simpsons Kenny. Um and then I asked my family for some, some suggestions, and they said Miami Vice. Have you guys ever heard the Miami Vice theme song? Go go listen oh, to it. It's like, that it's reminds like an me. 80s like, disco Gosh. song. I should have made a big board because I would have had Hawaii Five-0 on mine. I did see that. That was on my list. That would have been on there, but I didn't. I also had The Simpsons, Kenny. Part of The Simpsons one, though, is the like the little video that goes with it like while you're watching. That's part Same of the with experience. like a um, Family Guy. Like, that's a good one too. I don't know the Family Guy theme song. Yes, you do. Do I? Do. Maybe I do. You yeah. can't think of it. Maybe I do. I didn't really watch that show, but all right. Good job, everyone. Um. Okay. Good show, everybody. Good show, Kenny. Even though he's not here, because again, can't have sugar after five thirty. Has to go to bed by by eight. So, um, good show, Mizzou, thirty-five to ten over South Dakota. 
Um, we broke all that down. And when next you'll hear us, we are um, not doing a show Sunday. Kenny and I are out of town. So we'll be back uh, Friday, next Friday, previewing Mizzou, Middle Tennessee. I'm sure plenty more to overanalyze because now we'll have a whole week to uh, to get into stuff. And I'm sure we'll talk all call a bunch of college football in general. That's, of course, starting. We'll have some NFL stuff, I'm sure. That, that's right. That's next that's next weekend, right? Week one, football, NFL football? It sure is. It's back. Football's back. So, yeah, plenty to dive into. Um, so enjoy the extended week of no unwritten. Um, or don't. Actually, don't enjoy it. You should really dread wanting to come back to listen. So more and more people do that on Friday. We will see everybody next Friday. Adios.